Hello, hello, and welcome to the Dear Nikki podcast, where I do my best to answer all of your questions about user research-related things, career struggles, weird situations, questionable attitudes, (laughs) stakeholders, all the things. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I am thrilled for the question that we are going to tackle today, and I really, really can't wait to dive into it. I think it'll take some time to get through, and I'm hoping that at the end, if you are in this position, you are going to feel really confident and good about your next steps. And to be honest, that makes me feel awesome because that's the entire point of this podcast is to make you feel good and happy and capable and empowered. So yeah, anyways, I I hope that you are doing well. Winter has officially come. It's cold. It's dark. But for me, at least, Christmas is right around the corner, close enough so that I can pretend that everything is fine. And I am very excited for Christmas break this year. It'll be it'll be really nice to have some time and relax with all of my pets. That's that's honestly what I am super excited for. So anyways, before I start talking too much about relaxing and not doing things, let's dive into today's question. So the person asked me to just generally speaking, I'm going to paraphrase the question because I've actually had a few people ask me about this, but how should I go about asking for a raise? It always feels really uncomfortable and really awkward, and I just don't know the best way to go about it in which I feel good and my manager feels good about it. Please help. Send help. (laughs) SOS. So yes, raises. Raise your hand if this has ever felt awkward for you. I'm raising mine. I hope you raised yours. And I hope you were in public and now it's weird. (laughs) Just kidding. So raises are difficult and can be difficult to ask for. I totally get it. They are or can be awkward. They can be kind of filled with some tension. There can be expectations that go wrong. There can be words that are said that shouldn't be said or words that people wish they could say but can't say. You know, it just can be a bit of a tangle because it tends to be kind of emotionally charged. These kinds of conversations about promotions and getting a raise can can be emotionally charged, which means that we have a harder time during these conversations and situations to see the picture objectively, right? We are subjective. We're in it. We're emotionally involved in the decision. We will more than likely not take it personally, right? So, which is totally normal. It's it's totally fine. It's something that I have felt many times before when I've been given a raise, right? And when I've been declined a raise, it happens. And what I first want to say is please normalize asking for raises, right? You don't need to passively wait for somebody to offer this to you. You can ask them, right? Because they might not have the mental space, depending on who your manager is, the setup of your organization. They might not be thinking about this, right? It might not be top of mind for them. I'm not saying that's a good or a bad thing, but what I want to say is it's okay to ask for a raise and it's a totally normal conversation to have. It's a totally normal conversation to even just start thinking about, right? So I hope that you, just in general, because I I know that that this person and other people have mentioned that it's kind of an awkward thing. But what I want to do is just normalize that it's okay to ask for more money 
right? Especially if you are doing things <laughs> that you maybe you have more responsibilities, you're excelling in what you're supposed to be doing, right? You you deserve it. Okay. That doesn't mean that people are going to say yes, right? But I will say, don't ask, or sorry, don't ask. Don't wait. <laughs> Do ask, don't wait. Right. So please don't wait like passively for this and feel okay asking for this. So that's the first thing that I wanted to say is just we should normalize these kinds of things because they are completely normal concepts. It's 100% normal to ask for a raise. It's okay. You can do it. Yay. I'm I'm there for you, right? So when it comes to actually asking for that raise, what are some ways that you can make the conversation and the situation as comfortable and as effective as possible? Because so what I did is I would earlier on in my career – either wait and not ask and then be disappointed when nobody offered it to me. <laughs> like, hey, everyone, come on. No, that's not how it works, right? So what what would happen is I would go into the conversation. Let's say it was a performance review, right? And during that particular cycle, that part of the cycle, they would uh, say, you know, this is when we're doing promotions and pay rises. So I would go in and I would just kind of ask for one, right? And sometimes I did it in the wrong timing, in the wrong like cycle because I wasn't really sure about, you know, how often I should be asking or, you know, what part of the performance evaluation that conversation came in. And I would just like point blank ask and not really have a lot of understanding of what my manager's thinking, how I should lay this stuff out, and the right timing for all of this, right? And I also didn't know how to respond if somebody said no, okay? So my attempts at getting a raise at first weren't really great. And it, to be completely honest, it wasn't until I was a manager that I got better at asking for raises because then you're on the other side. So it's it's the same thing as when I, when I became a hiring manager, I got better at interviewing and presenting case studies and doing whiteboard challenges because I just I understood the other side of it so much. I understood my audience, right? So what I want to talk through for the rest of this podcast episode is those strategies that you can put into place so that you're going for this at the right time, you're laying out the information necessary, you're understanding who your audience is and what they're thinking, where they're coming from, and you are prepared for that conversation and also prepared for the potential no that you might get, right? So the first thing is, is the timing. Make sure that you are asking for raises at the right time. So I've had several people come to me, and again, I've done this myself, where they're asking for raises outside of the normal cycle of of the opportunity when we give salary increases at an organization, right? So normally, you don't get a salary increase more than once a year. Now, that is point blank, like a generalization and assumption that, that has been proven wrong before, but generally speaking, it's important for you to understand the timing at your organization, right? So do people generally get salary increases every year? Is it once a year usually? What time of year is it? Because sometimes organizations have two performance 
reviews, right? Sometimes they have one in the winter and, you know, one in more of like the summertime and one of them's like a performance light, right? And oftentimes salary increases are usually only given during one of those performance evaluations. Usually, typically it's like the winter one, okay? But you need to get really clear on how often people get raises at your organization, right? And also when that happens, because the best thing that you can do is backtrack from that to start opening the conversation or at least start preparing for the conversation. And also understand how that conversation happens. And I I would say, I hope you're comfortable enough to ask your manager how that conversation goes and what that is, or you have some sort of documentation or you can talk to HR just like to understand the process that you have to go through because often what happened to me is I waited until it was too late. We were already having these conversations and I didn't prepare what I needed to prepare quickly enough or before a certain timeline so that the deadline came and I didn't get the raise because I didn't have the information prepared. Right? So generally speaking, it's once a year but double check, and it's only during that one time that you can ask for that raise. But of course, again, I'm saying definitely double check. As well, there are several expectation or <sighs> English today, exceptions <laughs> to this rule. <laughs> oh dear, I apologize. There are uh, several, um, now all I want to say is expectations, exceptions to the rule. So Let's say that you got a salary bump, you know, about six months ago, but your role changed drastically. You've taken on a lot of new responsibilities. It's been really difficult. It's been super hard. You've been at this for like three months, three months with these new responsibilities and it's way over your pay grade, that's when you would have to trigger this conversation maybe outside of the scope of this normal timing, right? So always assess your particular situation and context, right? Because it might be okay to ask for a raise before that one-year period if some of these more exceptional things have happened to you, right? So you don't have to always wait that year right? It's normal, more normal, I would say, to get a raise once a year or so. But you could potentially fall into an exception, in which case definitely trigger this conversation whenever you feel ready to, okay? So the next thing that I want to talk through is, okay, we've we've understood this this context and the environment and when this is meant to happen and we're all we're we're saying, all right, we have, you know, it's gonna all happen in December, right? November, December time. We're gonna have these conversations and I'm gonna be able to ask for a raise. Okay. So the best thing that you can do is already start to prepare your case for your raise. Right. And I don't mean case in like a negative way. Sometimes it can get misconstrued as as negative, but I mean it in the most positive way. Lay out the evidence, right? Lay out the data of why you deserve this raise. Right. So in the past, you know, I've gone into these conversations with kind of just 
the expectation, there we go, I used the right word, that I should be getting a raise. And my manager should know that, right? I'm like, hey, we've talked, we've hung out, you've seen my work, I've presented things to you, it's been great, you said great job, boom, I deserve a raise, you know? And your manager has other things happening, right? There are other things happening. They might have multiple people who are thinking about who they're thinking about and who might want raises, right? They are also dealing with their own performance and yeah, just other stuff. So assuming that you go into this conversation and your manager knows all the amazing things that you've done is does not make their job any easier. So as somebody who has been an, a manager who has received promotion cases, I need to justify them, right? And the best thing that I have had my reports do is they write why they are justifying their raise. Essentially, they 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 write down their case and their examples that are very very clear so that it essentially demonstrates why they deserve the raise. And for me, when somebody has that prepared, it's so much easier to just go into those conversations, right? So I really, really recommend sitting down and at least, you know, two months before your performance review. And that doesn't mean that you can't add more stuff as it gets closer. You totally can. But I do recommend sitting down like two months before your performance review and really making some clear examples that demonstrate you know, how well you have been succeeding in your current role. And it's even better if you can talk through things where you've gone maybe above and beyond your current role, right? And I mean, get specific, right? So pull concrete examples of how you have excelled or taken on new responsibilities or gone above and beyond or how you're doing really great work that is super impactful, right? So think through what what have people complimented you on, right? Where have people given you that positive feedback and pull that out, right? How about you? How do you feel? Where do you feel you've done your most impactful work? Pull out those examples, right? And make them really, really tangible, okay? So as much as you can, you know, it's it's really looking at for let's let's take a few different examples. So once I was working in an organization and we created personas and I was really thrilled with them and they did they they did it very well, right? And so what I did is I pulled that as an example because not only did I feel super proud of it, but my colleagues gave me a lot of positive feedback. So I pulled that and I talked through how people gave me positive feedback and how I took on that really big project and then I said also, in addition to that, like the the personas are being used to prioritize the roadmap. The personas are being used in user stories, right, to help ensure that the stuff that we're building is customer centric, right? The personas also led to actual innovation sessions where we were able to create new products based on our personas' needs. Right? So I pulled concrete examples. And you, it's not like you need 20 different examples, right? You could even pull your top five examples of how you've really been doing great work, right? 
another another question that you could ask yourself, this is a bit backwards, so I'm not sure how I feel about it as, as a previous manager, is why would your manager be upset to lose you, right? And answer that question. What have you done where your manager would be like, uh-oh, <laughs> this person's gone now, right? But what I do recommend doing is really pulling five concrete examples of how you've excelled or done a really great job, received positive feedback from others, done something super impactful, you know, taken on new responsibilities, really pull – and if you want, you can pull more, right? But give giving these concrete examples to your manager makes their job a thousand times easier because when they have to go and pitch your promotion case, they literally have the examples there in front of them, right? Make sure when you are doing this, you are pulling from past experience, right? So it's about your what you have done, not what you're going to do, okay? Uh, and if you want to go a step further with this, you can tie your bullet points back to any sort of team, whether it's your own OKRs or goals, your team's OKRs or goals, or the company's OKRs and goals. Obviously, the further up you get in terms of if you can tie them back to organizational OKRs or goals, that's but more impactful. I'm saying that with air quotes, but it tends to be seen as more impactful. So if you can tie those bullet points back to any sort of goals that you have set or that your team is set or that your company is set, that's even better. That's going a step further with really tying those in for your manager and making it super clear. The next thing that I highly recommend doing is doing your research, right? So do you need a number, right? So do you need to go in with an exact number? It's nice <laughs> if you do. Uh, if you If you don't, you can give a range, but what I always recommend doing is some research on similar salaries in the market, right? So actually understanding what is in the market, okay, and looking for those patterns. You can do a bunch of research on that. I've done that before just to understand, and you can look at different reports that are out there that tell you average salaries of user researchers, right? There, there are plenty and I'll put some in the resources, okay? And then also understand that your company might give some, you know, inflation increases, right? Like 3% increase for inflation or something of the sort, right? And so it's very helpful for you to understand maybe a little bit more about what those parameters might be, right? So if your company usually gives people 5% increases, you don't really want to walk in asking for a 20% increase, right? I'm not saying you don't you you don't have to, but it's always better to base things in reality as much as possible because if if your company even gives the highest performers a 5% increase, you coming in and asking for a 20% increase is it feels a bit Uh, I'm trying to think of the right word to say here. It just doesn't feel as based in reality like you've actually intentionally thought this through, right? And so I always recommend really understanding your company's 
structure and how they think about these and maybe some brackets of compensation that they might have and percentages that they might have, but also know the rate that's going around because that can help you confidence-wise, especially if you're struggling with confidence on how much you should be paid, looking around at, at other similar jobs and always think about your area as well because salaries vary hugely depending on location, right? And think of your other benefits that you get, okay? So think about all these things and and take a look around at the other salaries that are that are out there so that you can understand what feels good for you, right? And you can over ask if you want to because I know a lot of people, at least in the hiring phase, over ask because you usually have that negotiation phase. To be fair, I've seen that happen significantly less, like an actual negotiation phase happen significantly less when it comes to promotions and raises and that kind of that kind of stuff, but you could over ask and just know that they might go over if you are or go under if you are over asking, right? So it's it's really up to you. I tend to not over ask when it comes to a pay rise. I tend to just give what I am looking for. And personally, I go in with a number. You could go in with a percentage increase, but you don't you don't have to. You could go in, you know, with a with an actual number in mind. And I usually do that after I've done my research on the company's structure and how they – the average kind of percentage raise that they give for high performers, right, and also the market research that I've done. So I would just recommend really doing your research because the more informed you go in, the better off the conversation would be. Because if if you don't have any indication of what you should be being paid, first off, that kind of hits on your confidence. And second, it it <laughs> inspires less confidence in you from your manager's point of view. I know that sounds really weird and I'm being a bit harsh with this particular podcast episode from a managerial standpoint. But whenever people have come in being like, I want a raise and I'm like, okay, what are you thinking of? And they're like, I don't know. I'm like, well, what do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean you don't know? <laughs> I need more, right? I can't come up with this for you yet necessarily. It's you're asking for it. So I would assume that you've thought it through, right? So just just keep keep that in mind. And and kind of speaking about this kind of concept of me as a manager and what I'm thinking, the the next thing that I did want to talk about is as a manager, what am I thinking when somebody asks for a raise? So whenever I've been asked, I go through kind of this step-by-step questioning in my mind of, you know, does this person deserve the raise, right? So point blank, do they deserve it? Have they really been doing all this amazing stuff? And do they deserve based on what they're doing and the salary bands that we have and the market research that's – the market rates that are out there, do they – do they – yeah, 
deserve it? And then I say, okay, if they do deserve it, do I have the money to give them? Right? Yes or no, because I might not have the money to give you because ultimately it's not my decision, usually depending on how up I am, but I've never been that high up where it's my decision, right? So do I have the money to give them? If I do have money, right, laying around as we all want, what happens if multiple people ask for raises, right? Okay, then my my pot of money gets smaller because I need to distribute it among multiple people, right? So very rarely are we just managing one person. So I need to then think about the amount of money that I have and splitting it up against multiple people, right? So that's also going through my my mind. And I also need to look at where that person is in their salary band because normally you do have salary bands where you have like a minimum amount that somebody in a role is paid and a maximum amount, right? So I need to look where they are in the salary band to make sure that they're not at the maximum of that salary band because if they're at the maximum of that salary band it makes it it's really hard to go outside of a salary band without a promotion and then I have to think okay is this a promotion case like you know so so those are all these different things and then I think about what happens if I say no will this person leave you know and what will happen if this person leaves okay do I care do I not care Right. So those are all of the things that are going through my mind when somebody comes and asks me for a raise. Right. So if we go to the first one of does this person deserve this? If you, again, if you come to me with this list of things that you have accomplished where you've demonstrated, hey, these are my roles, these are my responsibilities, and I've excelled in them. Right. And or I've taken on new responsibilities and done really great work with them, okay, then I can kind of sit down and say, okay, that makes my life easier. I can decide that first qualifying question of if this person deserves the salary or not, right? The, uh, sorry, the salary increase or not. The other things about, you know, um, do I have the money? What does this mean? splitting up the money across multiple people who might be asking for raises, you know, where are they in this band? What if what happens if I say no? So the what the the salary bit of do I actually have the money and does this make sense monetarily, right? Uh, apart from the accomplishments, that is more or less as an employee out of your control, right? So that's that's actually one of the number one reasons why people get denied is because the money wasn't there or the splitting up of the money didn't make sense and they couldn't achieve that or they couldn't meet your expectations, right? So usually, or you're at the uh, you're hitting up against the top of your salary band. If that's the case, I would hope any manager, I as a manager, would come back to you and say, okay, you're at the top of your salary band. We need to do a promotion case. And this is why it's good to open the conversation a bit earlier on, right? To to give a bit of a heads up to your manager because then I can prepare better, right? I as a manager, I'm a huge, I'm a very transparent, straightforward manager. So I will ask my reports, you know, what are you thinking promotion? What are you thinking pay rise? This is what I'm thinking. Are we aligned? Are we not aligned? Like where is it where is it for you? Can we have this conversation before we even get into these performance evaluations because I need to I need to know what to be ready for. So I would hope that your manager would share with you, hey, you're at the top of your salary band. 
you're doing all this great work. Maybe this is a promotion case. And then you start preparing for a promotion, right? Which is similar in kind, in terms of getting all that evidence back and getting the right feedback, getting the right, you know, people to talk about how great you are, you know. But the other thing is what would happen if this if I if I said no and this person left, right? And that ties in a bit with the work that you are saying that you have done, right? So these are all the things that I have or a lot of the big things that I have accomplished. I can kind of understand, you know, if you are kind of holding everything together, then I'm like, I don't really want you to go, right? Because you are the glue of this. And if you if you aren't there anymore, we have no glue, right? So those two kind of go hand in hand. And I would say that the actual like, do I have money for you? Can I split up the money well? And where are you in your salary band is kind of out of our control. But by prepping your accomplishments and what you have got done in the past you know, quarter, six months. You could go back as far as a year if you wanted to, especially if there was something impactful that happened. If if you have that for me, then you can help me with two big questions out of the questions that I'm already stressing out about, right? So I would say that that is really important is getting that information and understand wearing your where you oh my gosh I just can't speak today understand where your manager is and what they might be thinking about right and if you have a really comfortable so I've had really comfortable relationships with managers where I've you know asked them hey you know from my side how can I how can I help you is there anything else that I can do right is there anything that I should be expecting from you right if I come in and I ask for a 7% raise is that is that just not realistic or you know so if you have that if you have that relationship with your manager have those conversations right if you don't that's totally fine but definitely start the conversation before the actual performance evaluations happen so that they have time to prepare and think through the big questions that are, to be quite honest, for a manager, really stressful. Like when you have this pot of money that you're trying to split up amongst a really great team, you kind of are like, okay, (laughs) I can't make everything happy, everybody happy. I can't give everybody what they want. And then it's that whole thing of, you know, giving everybody a little bit so that everybody just feels really crappy, you know? So uh, definitely ask your manager as well at the end of the conversation or when when you start to bring this up, what can I help you with? That would be greatly appreciated, I'm sure. And again, that's only if you have that kind of relationship with your manager. And then finally, what I would say is really knowing what to do if your manager says no, right? So when I have been denied in the past, I've been pissed, I've walked away, I've rolled my eyes, I've, you know, just had a tantrum pretty much. So I was not fun to work with, I don't think. So I recommend not doing that. You can if you want to afterwards, you know, out of earshot, out of eyesight, sure, you can get really mad and, you know, yell. (laughs) But what I would say is use that as an opportunity to figure out then, okay, if you're saying that this does not equal 
a raise, then I need to know exactly what does. So please let me know what kind of what kind of accomplishments would warrant a raise. You know, what kind of things would I have to do? How would I have to change? What would I have to change about what I'm doing? What what exactly would I have to improve? You know, go in ready to ask all of those questions so that you can get a clear understanding of what it would look like for you to get a raise. Now, ideally, these conversations should be happening all the time. They should not be happening just around performance evaluations, but I know that they don't, which is kind of sad. I think we should normalize these conversations a lot more often. I know that once every month I had a performance-based conversation with my reports, right, where we extended our one-on-ones from what they normally were and also talked about performance-based stuff. You know, are they on the right path? What are they struggling with? Where do they need to improve to head towards a promotion at some point, head towards a pay rise at some point? You know, so we would have those conversations pretty regularly. But if you're not having those conversations regularly, make sure to ask them if you are denied, right? Because you need a very clear indication. If you're if you're doing all this work and they say no, you need a very clear indication of what a yes would would look like. You know, what would make them say yes to a ra- to a raise, right? And if they can't answer that question, that's a bit of a red flag, right? You can, of course, give them time to think, but you should definitely follow up. But you you might get a bit stuck if they if they can't answer that question. And that's not the best space to be, right? But Definitely, if if they do say no, I mean, take a deep breath. You don't have to, you know, turn around and be like, "That's fine." I'm just wondering, <laughs> what could I do to get a raise? You know, you can you can you can say, "Okay, thank you so much for letting me know," and then you can pause a little bit, but always go back and ask these questions at some point and give your manager time to answer them. They might not have the answers right up front, although I kind of feel like they should, but because they should tell you why you didn't get the raise, right? Uh, and you know, another thing is if, if they simply come back and be like, you're amazing, you're awesome. You don't have, like, we don't have the money, then that's also another, another red flag, but start thinking about other things. You know, do you want additional vacation days? Okay. Do you want, I don't know, a four day work week? That's what I did. Do you want something else? Like, are there other benefits that you can get from, from this that are, not exactly a pay rise, but work for you in the meantime, right? So also think through, think about that too before uh, you have this conversation so that you are well-equipped if they say no. And if the reason no is like, we don't have money, have alternatives of what could make your life. Or, you know, it's like, okay, well, in that case, I need to cut this, this, and this responsibility for now until, until later, right? So make sure that you're, that you are prepared with that scenario just in case because it's it's a very important part of the entire process right is is when they or if they do say no knowing what how to respond in that in that well first in that moment but also how to respond after to get the clearest indication of what could make for a raise in the future or other ways that you could make your life better right by asking for other things. So I hope that that's helpful. I know that this is a very tough subject, but 
this is something that's totally normal. You should ask for a raise. You know, if somebody's like, I can't believe you're asking for this, then that's a big red flag and they should not be a manager and you should run. No, I'm just kidding. Well, I'm not really kidding, but you know, it's it's very normal. Just try to take a step back and go into it objectively by really laying out your case with clear, concrete examples, knowing what your manager is thinking and providing the data that they need to make some of those decisions and asking them how else you can help or be more prepared or, you know, if it's a promotion case versus a pay rise case, you know, being ready for that as well and just really knowing what to do next if somebody does say no to you, right? And preparing those questions so that you can get a clear understanding of what is what is necessary for you to get to that next level with your within the pay rise and also if if money is the the problem what else you would like you know because money isn't the only thing vacation days are great four day work weeks are great <laughs> just saying so i hope that that was helpful i know it's a it's a bit of a tough one to deal with and navigate but I'm hoping that this podcast episode has been helpful in, in, in having you th- kind of think through, okay, you know, what do I have to do to be really prepared for this conversation and to be able to take a step back and present the facts as they are, right? Say, okay, this is all the great work that I've done. I want this much money and let me know what I can do to help, right? That's kind of all you have to say, right? So, Okay. We're going to stop talking about that for now. And yeah, I, I hope that uh, that it was helpful and that you enjoyed listening to this. And if you are in this position, super good luck, sending you all the good vibes when it comes to pay rises and having these conversations. And I look forward to talking to you soon. Thanks. Bye.